Hi, everybody. Good evening. Well, good afternoon. I'm used to coming on in the evening, but good afternoon. And it could be evening when you're watching this. Good morning, all of that. Hello. I am LHG. I am your host of Critical Conversations. Let me give you a little bit of a teaser of what we'll discuss today. Here is the definition of insanity. Unsoundness of mind or lack of ability to understand that prevents one from having the mental capacity required by law to enter into a particular relationship, status, or transaction, or that releases one from criminal or civil responsibility. Why did I define insanity? Because many of us are tiptoeing really close to the border of insanity. Why? Because we haven't allowed ourselves to adjust, acclimate, and get aligned with God. Let's go. What is a critical conversation? A critical conversation is a conversation that, that reveals important content, not only about ourselves, but about other people. Critical conversations edify, heal, and provide substance. Join Latanya Harris Gooden as she introduces us to critical conversations right here on Trailblazers. Hello, everybody. This is LHG. I am just coming to let you know that I am an independent paparazzi jewelry consultant. You didn't know that, did you? Well, now you know. So I would love to be your personal jewelry lady. Paparazzi is an amazing company. We sell nickel and lead free jewelry. We are known for our $5 bling, but you just need to know there is an exclusive Z collection that's $25. It's the bling of all bling. When you're really going out on the town and you want to show up absolutely fabulous. So we have items for women, for men, and for young fashionistas out there. We don't discriminate. If you need it, I'm sure we got it. You have the opportunity to follow my page on Facebook called Polished on Purpose, a VIP group. Follow my personal page, because Tanya here is good. And I have my own website that is at your disposal 24-7. So many ways to shop. So let me be the one that makes sure you are accessorized the way you should be. Because I want you to be published on purpose. My mentor always tells me, when you show up, people are checking you out. They're watching you. So why not be polished, be poised, be purposeful? Glam it up with pop, honey. I got what you need. What is a trailblazer? A vanguard? A pioneer? Or are they a pathfinder? Well, a trailblazer is all those things. And so much more. Welcome to Trailblazers Radio, a unique podcast platform that speaks on a multitude of subjects. Our goal is to educate, edify, and entertain. We are unafraid to open those closeted doors. And no matter what, we tell it like it is. Period. Like and follow us on all social media platforms and listen to our audio podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Tune in. 
Bye now. With us. Well, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Yes, I know you are not accustomed to seeing me at 12 noon on a Saturday, but I got things to do tonight. Come on in the room. Sunette Day, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining me. I need you all to tag. I need you all to share uh, today's show. I will just be honest. I took a whole anxiety pill uh, before I came up in here but we're going to get through this. I also posted my paparazzi website. Did y'all know I'm a whole paparazzi consultant? And the reason why I tagline this happy new year is because it is the first day of the paparazzi new year. July 1 begins a new year. And those of you who are in direct sales, um, you know, or just in corporate America period, the fiscal year or whatever they call it, it may be different from the traditional January 1 to the end of December. So today marks a new beginning for me in my business, but I'm also opening up the door of that whole Happy New Year concept to a clean slate just for part two of 2023. Um, for those of you who've been following me, uh, I've had some turbulence. Let me tell you, honey, life definitely has been life in. Uh, and I've had to make some adjustments. We're going to talk about that to get acclimated. We're going to talk about that and to realign um, with, with God and with who I am intrinsically. So, yeah, it's been some work, honey. It's been some work. So I am going to encourage you to get in the comments and talk back to me. Y'all know I love comments. This is going to be, as always, a very transparent conversation. And I want you to feel comfortable and being honest and open. If you don't, it's okay, because you know I'm going to do it as well. Um, but if we're going to, to get towards better and get towards growth and development and all the beautiful things that we say we want so bad in social media, I'm growing, I'm doing, I'm pivoting, I'm shifting. Okay, but there's work behind those beautiful words. There is commitment behind that. There is a push behind, discipline behind that. So this afternoon, we're going to talk about adjustments, acclimation, and alignment. And I started doing this last night when I went live with my jewelry. And speaking of my jewelry, with this being the first day of a brand new paparazzi year, I want to tell you what my goal is. For this month, I need to sell no less than 100 pieces, right? You might say, whoo, that's aggressive. And a lot of goals are aggressive and require that because you have to stretch yourself. If you keep making the goal too small, then you will lose the momentum and the push to even reach and stretch. Okay. So I believe it can be done. I believe that there's people who are assigned to help me get there. I'm posting live videos, pictures, website, everything. And I really want to have those 100 pieces sold in the next eight days. I would like to have that done and really 
get that done and out of the way to move to my next bigger goal. If you have been considering joining paparazzi because you see you want to make extra money on your own time, on your own schedule, um, get free jewelry, discounted jewelry. And let me say this. Some people join paparazzi solely for the discount. If you are spending $100 or more dollars a month on paparazzi jewelry, you need to become a consultant because you will save by joining paparazzi and getting the discount. It may sound crazy, but if you are that kind of customer, when you spend it $100 or more, you will get more jewelry, okay, for a less price, a discounted price as a consultant. You may say, well, I don't want to build a team. I don't want to be out here recruiting all that. That's fine. We have people who are consultants who only do this for the discounted jewelry and it is worth it. Okay. So I need you to comment info and get with me so that you can get some information about this business. It really is amazing. We got a question. How do you deal with anxiety? Spelled. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And business, just the world. Let's go there. Let me pray first in that, and then I'm going to start with that particular question because that's a good way to start. Father, in the name of Jesus, whew, as I breathe deeply in your presence and breathe in the fullness of who you are and your mercy and your grace for me, great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. All I have needed, your hand has provided. Great is your faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Thank you, God, for this day for waking us up, for giving us the ability to think, to live, to move and have our being in you. Thank you, God, for this moment of discussion and fellowship that we may grow, that we may encourage each other, that we may be better, that we may repent, that we may do your work. God, thank you for every person who comes in contact with this video live or replay. You know exactly what needs they have. So I'm asking you to supply those needs. I'm asking you to show them the strategies to do what they need to do to succeed in every area of their lives. I thank you for this network, Trailblazers Radio. I thank you for the CEO, Fred, COO Coco, and my sister, Quint. I thank you for every supporter. I thank you for every person who shares these videos and supports this platform. I thank you for those who are just kind enough to come in and engage and have a great time with me on this show. It is my, my, my true love. So God, I ask you to do what I always ask you to do is just come on in, take a seat and be with us this afternoon and bless uh, my little, my niece's pajamas and prayer. I can't call her little niece. She's a whole grown woman. My niece, Deisha Berry, my honorary niece and her honorary auntie. Bless her pajamas and prayer event tonight that I'll be at in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Sinet, since you started out with a wonderful question, one of the ways I deal with anxiety, and I did mention medication because that's where I'm at right now. I am not at a place in this moment where I can skip my meds, okay? However, what I've been trying to do, Sinet, is to find ways to curb it, it can be one thing I use, and I and I don't own this product, but Bath and Body Works has something called aromatherapy, 
and this one is called stress relief, eucalyptus spearmint. If I can't get to my medication and I have this, I spray it. There is something very calming and soothing about eucalyptus, mint, lavender. Uh, if you are into essential oils, um, and shout out to my sister, Nikki, I hope I'm saying that right, who sells them. I'll put her information in the chat. Uh, there is something therapeutic and medicinal about certain smells and aromas. Oh, good. So now you see sales Avon. Put that on here. And you do total life changes. You know what? I think I'm not sure. Does total life changes have something for anxiety that's not heavy? Like, um, tell me if you do, because I know it works, has a, what's called confianza, and that works very great. Excellent, excellent product. But how I also did with this and that is what you see me doing right here. And that's what I think we miss. We miss opportunities to curb anxiety, to curb depression when we don't tap into what brings us joy. Okay, Sinead, drop me some information. I want to know what that, is, what that product is. When you are not operating in your gifts, if you are not finding your joy in, in whether it's a hobby, ministry, podcast, mentoring, coaching, you got to tap into something that is fulfilling on the inside. Now, you may say, well, I have a nine to five. I get that. Been there, done that. And nine to fives are great. They supply uh, a source of income and development and marketable skills. Beautiful. But when you are at the stage I'm in, where you're crossing from the corporate to the creative, I've I've had God has blessed me to get to some really good spaces corporately. I'm crossing over to God. What do you want me to do to impact the world, to to impact and and invoke change, to represent you even greater in the earth, in terms of uh, my ministry, my businesses. So I want to be able to go to bed fulfilled, saying LHG. You did exactly what you what God told you to do. You impacted every person that God told you to impact. You were able to minister. And a lot of times you don't even feel like doing that kind of stuff because you're going for yourself. But that's when God pushes you even greater. Yep, you're going through trials, tribulations, issues and circumstances. I'm going to push you to encourage your sister or your brother and then listen to the word that you speak and be blessed by your own word. I just That's just how I... It works like that for me. So to answer a question, in the, the it's long. I know, Sinep, I'm a talker. I am diving in head first into things that bring me joy. I am also cutting off the things and the people that take my peace. We're talking about anxiety, right? We're talking about how do you deal with anxiety? Now, when you start cutting people off that usurp your peace, they're going to probably get an attitude with you. And I'm not saying cut them off 100%, but you may have to, to have a long handled spoon with some people because they will try you and try to push you into a dark place. I have had to be very intentional about who I converse with, how long I converse with them, whose presence I'm in. Now, to go deep into your question, how do you deal with anxiety in business? 
I've learned how to, again, tap into what brings me joy, even in the workplace. <laughs> so that said, I talk a lot. You talk a lot too. Then we sisters. Then we sisters, honey. We got to do lunch. <laughs> in business, there is, an, is a way to even incorporate joy in business, whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you have a, a nine to five. Now, in my experience, some of those who, who I've been around couldn't handle the joy of LHG and would literally question, why are you always so happy? Why are you always smiling? Why you never get upset? I, I'm not saying I never get upset, but I've learned that in corporate America, God has blessed me to keep a job since I was in high school. Temporary job, co-op job, whatever it was, I was able to keep a job. Thank you to my parents, my mom particularly, who is the consummate professional and taught her girls how to type, answer phones, you know, handwriting skills. So when a lot of kids were outside playing, my sister and I were in the house playing office. So we have certain skills that are just innate for us. And my mom instilled that in us so that no matter what was going on in the economy, we can do something for somebody, honey. So in business, there is a level of anxiety if you allow people to make you anxious. I allowed uh, my leaders to back me into a corner with unrealistic expectations. I allowed coworkers to make me feel a kind of way because of my joy. So I was giving people too much power, Sinet. I was giving people too much authority over my brain. So it broke me down to the white meat. Yes, it did. So now here I am rebuilding, adjusting, acclimating, and aligning our topic for the day uh, to a new life to a new life of being free. Because even though slavery has been abolished for many years, there is a mental captivity, a mental imprisonment that hurts deeply and changes you to your core. When you try to appease the boss at all costs and not please God, you're trying to please man, you are never going to be able to please everybody. I don't care how beautiful you are, how well-spoken you are, how wonderful of a work ethic you have. There's always going to be someone that's going to challenge you, not like you, not be feeling you. And I allow that to make me uncomfortable. So now I'm adjusting and acclimating to me, the real intrinsic Wonderful person God has made me. Not perfect, but I am a striver. I have drive. I have tenacity. So I no longer have to dummy down those attributes to make somebody else uncomfortable. Sinette said, me too. Giving folk her power. When I stop, they... Listen, when you start changing, Sinette, and you start seeing in you what God has put in you and your confidence starts to rise up in you, you are going to make people uncomfortable. People like you when you're downtrodden. People like you when you make them look better. <laughs> when you got them on a pedestal and you serving them at every, every whim, they love you. But as soon as you, case in point, I always tell people when you work in corporate America, your coworker could be 
your boss tomorrow. You don't know what jobs they're applying for. So it's always important to me to keep those work relationships as professional and cordial as possible because you never know your coworker can be your boss tomorrow or you can be their boss tomorrow. So when you start to elevate in a company, those people who loved you as an employee at level one, once you get to level five and six or even level two, they will start side eyeing you if they don't truly want you to excel and exceed. I liked you when you were up under me. But when you made to my level, when you came eyeball to eyeball to me, you make me uncomfortable because I didn't think you you had it in you to be a leader. Oh, I'm talking about my life now, Sonette. You didn't start something. I had people tell me I didn't, I didn't hold the right leadership skills. Okay. Sidebar, I got that from some folk in church. Wow. And that's really sad, Sonette, because that's supposed to be the environment of love, acceptance, godliness, but there's still jealousy. Wherever you go, corporate, church, there are people that simply have a seed of jealousy in them because you doing more and operating in your gifts and being confident makes them uncomfortable. I've had people tell me, I think you're trying to show off. No, my work ethic and what I do is not to show up and show off anything. It's to be who I am. I am my own competition. I compare myself to no one but me. So when you see me out here doing the work, I just love the work. And I do it for the good of the team. I'm a total team player, Sinead. Total team player. Will help anybody. Will be there for anybody. But what people see, and I've been accused in corporate America of arrogance. No, it's focus. I don't have to be in the corner talking to y'all, this little click y'all got, talking about people's personal business and gossiping. I don't want to be attached to that. I want my work ethic to be synonymous with excellence. It's supposed to be safe in church, Sinet. I'm sure it was God's intention for the church to be a safe place. But unfortunately, because people are not creating that safe environment, because people have ulterior models, because people have ill intentions, it creates a place of discord. Not every church. I thank God for Kingdom Covenant Church. KCC, shout out to Pastor Jay and Lady Kimia. I thank God for a church that is open to people that listens, that loves, but that had to be created. And our pastor teaches and preaches on loving one another. That is supposed to be, how are we going to witness to the unchurched if they are seeing us be rude and obnoxious to each other? What would make them want to come to Christ if we are supposed to be Christians and we at each other's throats all the time? What would make a person want to come into that? No, that's not the way. We're not loving each other as the Bible mandates. And we got to do better. We got to do better. So overcoming anxiety is layered. It's being around the right people. It's knowing when to be by yourself and your word and your worship. It's knowing how to stay away from triggers and landslides. Triggers and landslides are things or people or places that 
poke you in those pain points. It's certain places I can't go because it triggers a negative response. It's certain people right now I don't want to see because I'm not totally healed from what they've done or didn't do. And I can't see them right now. And I acknowledge that. I can text, I can I can communicate that way, but being face-to-face with some people right now isn't good for my health. I love them from a distance. I thank them for their contribution to my existence, but I have to recognize I can't see everybody and go everywhere. So next says, I'm nosy. I sit back and listen. The funny part is not just kids, but the... Woo. Let me take a little sip of my of my tea tonight. You go in there, girl. So seniors, which I'll be one in about 15 minutes. <laughs> I love seniors. Let me preface this conversation with I love senior citizens. But being around them, many are so set in their way or tradition that they will say somewhat anything. And case in point, I was in a church service and the preacher called out a young person. And I don't believe he meant no harm because he, he's a great man of God. But he called him out and he mentioned his weight over the pulpit. And again, I, I don't think he meant any harm. But back in the day, we were so used to older people saying whatever they felt and you just had to deal with it. But a lot of what seniors say in church, in families, whatever, can be hurtful. What are they feeding you? You didn't get big. Y'all stop doing that. I don't care what age you, you are. Stop doing that. It's hurtful to people to call out their weight like that. Now, if you really want to help and you want to help them have a better lifestyle with eating, pull them to the side in a private way and say, I love you. I want you to live. So let's talk about a better diet. Let's talk about stress eating. Let's talk about, do it privately. Public humiliation is ghetto. It is hurtful and it can cause psychological problems. But back in the day, the older people, saints especially, would get over the pulpit and say some of the craziest stuff and want to say it in the name of the Lord. No, I even saw a Facebook post, a very popular Church of God in Christ, mother, who I, I don't think she meant it maliciously either, but it's in who she is. She's used to doing it. She was praying for an overweight lady who I didn't think was very overweight. And she said, the Lord told me to tell you, when you eat, don't eat five of them, just eat one. Who gets on over the microphone at a whole convention that's being recorded and says that? You couldn't whisper in her ear? In her ear? Public humiliation should be banned. There should be some type of criminal <laughs> arrest. I don't care how old you are. Stop trying to publicly humiliate people in this manner that don't deserve it. No crime has been committed by them. And the woman said, no, I don't eat like that. And I'm, I was like, tell her, tell her. Because you want to sit up here and, and be all high and mighty. She told her, I don't eat like that. Oh, that ain't God ain't told you to say that over the microphone, ma'am. How dare you? And that's why some people don't want to come to church. They don't want that public humiliation over the dang on pulpit. Church mothers, where y'all at? The way you mother is in love. 
one-on-one. Whew. So, Nat, you started something today, girl. You started something. So, it's a new year for paparazzi. And for those of you who don't know what that is, I am an independent paparazzi consultant. We sell $5 and $25 jewelry. I've been doing this for four, three years, not four, three years. And today is the new paparazzi year. So it's it's significant because we are setting our goals. We are getting started for this new 12 months of goal setting, goal getting, pushing, selling, investing, recruiting, all that to grow our business. But it's also for me, by it being the second half of this year, a time to reset, take a look at what I want to do in my businesses. Um, many of you are sitting on businesses. So that says folks have understand what works for them might not work for me. Come on. You can share advice, educate without bullying and bossing. You are correct because what happens, public humiliation in that form is bullying. It is. Just because you are a senior does not give you the right to say just anything you want to anybody and they're supposed to accept it. Now, here's the clincher, Sinet, and everybody else. When that happens to you, respectfully rebut. I'm not saying go crazy and get loud with them and disrespectful, but we have to stop normalizing that behavior and saying, oh, that's just the way Sister Jones is. Sister Jones, can we talk for a minute? When you said blank, you hurt my feelings publicly. What I would have rather you did or how I would have received it better was you could have took me in the bathroom or took me to the, to the kitchen and told me that you thought my dress was too tight. I would have been able to accept that from you and hear that from you better if you had not stood over the pulpit and said it. We need the wisdom of our elders, not the humiliation of our elders. And elders, you have a responsibility in delivering wisdom with love. Your age and your seasonness, if that's the word, your tenure on the earth, is not a license to publicly humiliate, demean, degrade, disrespect anyone. No one should be doing it, especially in the church. And you're preaching Jesus. Come on. How contradictory is that? That's supposed to be the ultimate place of love and safety. So when you get the urge, dear wonderful seniors, to go flapping off at the mouth and being rude and mean, check yourself. Check yourself. Would you want someone to say those things to you? And that goes for any and everybody. We have got to get back to the golden rule. Treat people the way you want to be treated. We got to get back to basics. So Ness says some folks got to get, girl, some folks have gotten cussed out and ignored. It is on how you say it. You can deliver information that may not be so favorable, but in a way that a person receives it in love and applies your advice and will come back and say thank you. But when you go in for the kill to embarrass them and humiliate them, 
you are subjecting yourself to a good curse out, depending on who that person is and how they might still be working on their salvation process. You might get some choice curse words. You might. You might. Because every family even has that one auntie or that one cousin that gets drunk and says stuff. And you like, where that come from? I didn't even know you felt that way. And it could come out disrespectful. So my suggestion is, don't get drunk. If you ain't told us your real story, don't get drunk. Because your, your true story is coming out when you when you intoxicated. And you don't even remember what happened. And now your family ain't talking to you. But that goes back to we we lack effective communication skills. Fundamentally, we don't know how to talk to each other on any level. And we have got to get back to the foundation of mutual respect. I don't have to agree with you, but I want us to be able to respect each other. And part of that is conversing in private, not hollering out crazy stuff in public or over the pulpit, being petty. Don't do it. Don't do it. Since I don't want to go to jail, my goal is to roll to <laughs> Listen, we ain't going to miss Jesus over no flim flam nor shimmy sham. We going we going to the gates and that. Listen, we hitting the highway to heaven, honey. When that trumpet sound, we rising on up, okay? We ain't going to let nobody in their foolishness keep us out of the gate. <laughs> but I agree because sometimes people push you with their words and they push you and a lot of times the enemy wants you to respond those people are allowing themselves to be used by the enemy and they keep teaching and teaching and pushing and poking because they want you to respond i thought that should be true in corporate america corporate america and and i'll give you an example if I do something that's not right and somebody gets wind of it, uh, that's an executive or whatever, instead of them coming to me and asking questions, they'll email my boss, email me, and then copy my boss without even giving me a chance to talk to them about it. I think that's underhanded. But what they want is the Black woman to give a Black angry woman response so they can say, see, you can't handle leadership. I told you, you get too upset. And I'm telling you, I've had to hold my peace in that corporate environment because I recognize the enemy's hand, that nitpicking, that underrooted, you know, under table racist comment or not being considered for certain things because the good old girls or the good old boys want it. Yeah, I've had to hold my peace too, Sinet. But I tell you this, when you hold your peace, and you don't give them the satisfaction of a spirited response, they get scared. They don't know what you're about to do or say. So we got to learn to play the game. And don't give them the satisfaction of us neck rolling. Don't even give them that. Look at them. Respond. Thank you for the information. I disagree. Here's why. Professionally and walk away and drop the mic and watch their mouths drop. Some people want us to respond negatively, want us to be the jump off queen. They want us to get to neck rolling and fighting and pulling off each other's 
wigs and clothes and you get through fighting and one boob is out and and one booty cheek is on the ground mm -mm. we gotta come away from that look it's not helping us young black women it's not helping us look good at all no one takes you seriously when you're scrapping at the gas station no now will some people push you to where you want to go ahead and scrap yes they will the true testament of self-control says, I'm not even going to let you push me to that point. I'm going to be wise enough to table this conversation and I'll come back to it when I'm a little bit more calm. So we have to be careful because some people are, are ploys to do that, to get a rise out of us to say, see, I told you about that girl, LHG. Sheen is professional. Uh, as she says she is, because I saw her at the Dollar Tree just going off. I don't want to be that one getting recorded and on Facebook cutting up. I ain't saying I ain't come close a few times, but I've had to check myself. I have. I have. So adjustments, acclimation, and alignment. Let's define adjustment. Let's, let's go directly to the definition. A small alteration or movement made to achieve a desired fit, appearance, or result. The process of adapting or becoming used to a new situation. Over the last uh, year and a half, everything that was stable in my life that I was accustomed to, used to, comfortable in, has either been taken from me or has shifted. Okay? So I am having to adjust to a new way of living um, temporarily in some areas. It can be done, people. If God allows things to happen to you that are unfavorable, but yet he's still keeping you even in it, you got to give him praise for that. As much as I have endured the last, I would say, 18 months. I am still able to speak. I still have a whole podcast. I still have my jury business. And with this new paparazzi year, uh, I felt kind of funny because the last 12 months, I wasn't able to meet the goals I wanted to meet or the sales I wanted to meet. But my goal for this half of the year is to set some, some goals that are attainable, get back into it, Believe in myself, promote. I've got some suggestions on how to get out here and rebrand. So I'm looking forward to this 12 month period. Has things changed and went back to normal per se? No, but I am adjusting to the life I live right now, which God has kept me. Uh, I'm still able to live, move, have my being. I may not feel well every day because I've had some health challenges, but I'm persevering through that. Thank God for his healing. So the, the, uh, the acclimation part of it defined is the process or result of becoming accustomed to a new climate or a new condition. So adjusting is when you get into something different and you just kind of get comfortable in that new setup or new situation. It's not complacency. It's not stick in there forever it's just getting your comfort and getting your sweet spot so you can function 
Acclimation is when you're in a whole new climate, literally or figuratively. You're in a new atmosphere, a new job, a new relationship. And you need to acclimate to the newness of this. You're getting, maybe you come from Alabama, but you moved to Michigan. But we have very cold winters here. So you you acclimate to that. You go ahead and get you a couple of good coats and a couple of pairs of boots and put them by the sandals because you may get a little bit of winter and summer in the same week in Michigan. Yes, acclimate. And then the third part was alignment. Alignment is a position of agreement or alliance. Arrangement in a straight line or in a I can't even read my, or in a correct or appropriate position. My handwriting is so crazy. So adjustments, acclimation, and alignment. Wherever you are right now in your business, in your health, in your finances, make your adjustments. Adjustments might mean a budget. I'm learning how to be more financially savvy and cognizant of what I have or don't have. Know where each of your dollars should should go. You can't get to that point where you got that hotness in your pocket and you just got to spend money. When I was told years ago to keep so many months of expenses in my bank account, I didn't think I needed to. I got a great job. I don't got to save like that. Baby, you don't know what's coming down the pipeline. So adjustments may mean budgeting. Adjustments may mean like for me, I am entering menopause. I'm always extra warm. Have a fan close, have a cup of water close or tea. So I'm adjusting. I'm about to cut all my hair off. I'm adjusting. Acclimating, giving yourself a chance to learn. In the corporate arena, having a training background and training is so important when you're learning a job. And I hope that there's some executives watching this right now. Sinette says, I love my products, but struggle making sales. And I think that's probably common in sales. You know, it doesn't always come easy, but it also depends on how you're marketing your products, uh, your social media presence. Are you out in the streets at pop-ups, Sinette? So you you may have to diversify how you show up out here. That's what I've been doing. I'm I'm a Facebook person, but I don't care for Instagram and I don't do a lot of YouTube. I have not done a TikTok yet. So you got to find out what is hot, what media platforms are people flocking to and use that and promote. Let's be, let's be accountability partners in it and let's learn together. That's a part of the acclimating, adjusting, and aligning too. Identifying people who can be your accountability partners. Because I'm with you. I love the product that I stand behind. I wear it. I don't go a day without wearing my jewelry. But that doesn't mean sales are always high, but you keep trying. So next says, I also do better when items are on sale. Well, you work in an environment or you sell products where there's clearance items and sales people love a good sale so i know they're gonna flock to you when you got two for ten and two for this um i can't do that in my arena but people do love a good deal a bundle deal avon is great for having a bundle with the 
the um we used to lose your skin so soft and have a different package deal. So you can be creative in terms of sales, how you promote your sales, doing little videos and reels and stories about your sales so that it can be done and it shall be done in Jesus name. And I speak that over your business and mine. We're going to have the best sales the second half of this year that we've ever seen. I decree and declare in Jesus name strategically finding different ways to get our businesses in front of other audiences. And then while I, while we're on that subject, ladies and gentlemen, if you have people in your circle who sell stuff, support, buy something. Avon is age old. Get you some Avon. I sell jewelry. Come and get some of these five pieces of jewelry. Buy a couple of pieces. Share the person's videos. Share the person's links. That is support too. So it, maybe you can't wear earrings, but share a person's video. So that says, being in a wheelchair makes it rough. I got you. I do get help from AIDS. However you have to do it, sis. Thank God for the help and thank God for social media where you can do things from home. Videos, reels, stories, do flyers, whatever it takes to get those marketing vehicles out so people can know you're out there absolutely it can be done and you've been doing it and it's going to get better in jesus name absolutely i'm so glad you're here today because you're helping me this new paparazzi year man i want to go back to what i was doing when i started when i first began with paparazzi three years ago during COVID's um heightened area hi auntie Thank you for coming on today. I appreciate you and love you. Okay, I will. And you put your, I'm going to share your business in it. And then, and thank you. I'll put mine on your page. Support is huge. Get around people who don't mind supporting. I may not be able to buy stuff every month, but I will share what I can share. I will get word of mouth. And when you're out about and about and you hear somebody say, I need a paparazzi consultant for this pop-up. I got a person. Her name is LHG. And I'll say, if I hear someone, I need some Avon. I got a sister. Her name is Sinette Day. That's how we support each other as well. That is how we support each other. Love you, Suwanti. So in the second half of the year, we got to go back to the foundation of believing in ourselves. No matter what your current situation may be, maybe you're not able to get around as great as others. Maybe you're a little shy in certain areas. Maybe your finances aren't where they were a year and a half ago. But I'm still going to push forward. But it starts with a belief system that I have what it takes. Sinead, Auntie Diane, you have what it takes. Anybody who is watching, if you have a desire to own a business, then there's something in you that's that's burning inside. You got what it takes. It just has to be cultivated. Auntie says supporting doesn't always mean buying. And I'm telling you, I say that all the time, Auntie. Supporting comes in different ways. The beautiful part about social media is you can share all types of ways. 
share the videos, even come on and just watch and say, oh, that's pretty. Oh, I love that. That color is vibrant. Y'all buy this jewelry. So just push other folks to buy if you can't. And maybe this is not for you. Maybe paparazzi jewelry is just not your thing. I respect that. But there could be 700 people on your timeline that might want to support my business. So sharing is caring. You owe it to yourself. Auntie, say it loud and be proud. You owe it to you to cultivate the seed of greatness God has planted inside of you. I owe it to me and I owe it to God. He didn't give these gifts to us just for them to lie dormant. My friends might buy. I support the bakers. I get it. I get it. Sometimes it's going to be your friends. Sometimes it's going to be somebody who you never met that just happens to come across your platform and like what you sell and like you. A lot of it, and, and Lady Callahan said this, a lot of it is the support is because of who you are, not just what you sell. It's because of their like or, and or love for you. They believe in you. So I've had people buy buy jewelry that don't even wear jewelry, but gift it to somebody else just as support to me. Come on, auntie, persist until something happens. Push, persist until something happens. You may not be where you want to be, but you keep showing up. You keep going live. You keep doing your pop-ups. You keep doing what you got. You keep at it and you tweak the process and make it better as you go. It costs nothing to share. Nothing. Come on, Auntie says, strangers will support you before family and friends. Ooh, let me drink my, let me drink my tea. And no shade to family and friends. But it just seems as though sometimes they're not going to be your biggest support. Or they'll support in different ways. But it will be absolute strangers through social media who live in a whole nother state. That's what happened to me. That supports you more than anybody because they are there is something you're saying and doing that resonates with them. I mentioned this last night. I'm not for everybody. My personality, my assertiveness may not rub everyone the right way. And I'm okay. Yes, Sinead, auntie is so right. And those people don't be str become strangers for too long. They start out as strangers and then they become consistent customers or clients. They want, right. Some people do want to wait and see you successful first. Yes, they want to wait to see if you're going to be successful. This is true. But whatever the case may be, y'all, that persistence and that consistency is huge. Huge. Jeanette says, I brought product from TLC for, for anxiety. Oh, the tr the the product from 10, what was it called? Total Life Changes for anxiety. It's called Rejuve. And there's some teas. Some of them stopped selling, but there's oils, melody, and harmony. In the beginning of the show, who throws who's just coming in, Sunette asked me how I deal with anxiety. And I told her that I've been using my Bath and Body Works stress relief spray. And Sunette sells Avon and Total Life Changes products 
and there is an anxiety product called Rejuve. So, Sunette, drop your link so people can order from you. Drop your link. So, anxiety is tricky. It's let me let me find the definition of anxiety. I want to read it. I want to read it. Anxiety, a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. It's a mental condition. It's a psychological mental condition characterized by excessive apprehensiveness about real or perceived threats, typically leading to avoiding avoidance behaviors, often to physical symptoms, such as increased heart rate and muscle tension. For those of you who have anxiety, it's a perceived threat. It's your mind saying, this is going to happen when you don't even know the outcome. If you ever have been somewhere and they yelled out fire, that, that feeling in your stomach of danger, anxiety makes you feel that all day. You're walking around all day looking for the fire. You don't smell smoke. You don't see the smoke. You don't feel the heat. But anxiety says there's a fire behind every door. That is how anxiety feels. And it increases your heart rate. It mentally uh, slows you down and makes you hone in on something not even real. You don't know the outcome of everything. We don't know the future. So anxiety makes you walk around scared and nervous and paranoid all the time. How are you going to be successful in anything when you're always scared? So a lot of it has to be prayer and getting the word in you to build up your faith level because faith will tell you God has, uh, has it under control. Why are you worried? Didn't God tell you he would never leave or forsake you? Why are you worried? Why are you so concerned? Yes, I know this happened. You lost this. You lost that. This is gone. That is gone. Faith over fear, auntie. Faith over fear. Fear is crippling. Fear is paralyzing. But if you are building up your faith in God and you are in the word and you're combating that anxiety with the word and with positive affirming statements, that anxiety should start to diminish. So sometimes do I do I take medication? Yes. But on top of that, I try to reach for something calming. I try to say something out loud in my own voice that's calming. I look for a scripture. That's going to remind me that I'm not alone in this situation so I can get my heart rate to come down. It's very draining to be anxious all the time. A thief in the night, auntie, that thing comes to like a thief in the night, honey, with a mask on and everything, no flashlight. So we have to combat that, even depression, because anxiety and depression are first cousins. Once you start getting anxious over a perceived threat, your mind will convince you that it's doom and gloom already. Before you even start, depression comes in. They are first cousins. That's the main diagnosis when a person goes to therapy and they've been having, you know, breakdowns is anxiety and depression. But 
God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. It didn't say fear doesn't exist because some types of fear are probably healthy. It's just saying God didn't give us the spirit of fear. But what he did give us is power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind is able to make good godly decisions. How do you know what decisions are godly? You get to know God and his purpose for your life, his intentions and his plan. Alignment, that's the other A word. God, align me with your desires for me. Give me the desires of my heart so I can desire the right things and move towards the right things. So in this new paparazzi year, July 1, I want to sell 100 pieces by the 8th of July. Aggressive goal. I've never done it. With the right push, the right accountability partners, pulling out my best pieces, when they are beautiful, putting sets together, going live consistently more than once a week, pushing my website, making sure my page is very indicative that I am an independent paparazzi consultant, being out here in these streets and these pop-ups, going live. That is how that can happen easily. Does the goal make me nervous? Yeah. The butterflies is flying, boo. Yeah. But if I don't stretch myself, I won't push that far. I've got to stretch myself. So I am going to push to sell those 100 pieces in seven days, one week, to start this paparazzi year off strong, pushing myself strategizing on how I'm going to order. For those of you who don't know, with most direct sales companies, you have a, a an amount you have to order every month and you have to budget for that. And the good thing is if you sell jewelry, you can make paparazzi pay for paparazzi. So yes, for those who've been asking about joining paparazzi, there is a minimum amount that you need to order every month to be to stay active in the company and you budget for that auntie says in order to get comfortable we have to get uncomfortable Ooh, auntie, that is powerful and we have to be willing to operate even in those uncomfortable moments as we adjust acclimate and align god tends to make make us move ever so often to make sure we don't get too complacent in one place and that you're always seeking to be better, that you're always seeking to move higher. Elevation, elevation, elevation. So I plan to elevate within the paparazzi business. I plan to launch a few other businesses. I plan to write a book or two. So this second half of the year is going to be whew, uncomfortable, but for the right reasons. For the right reasons, I have at least two or three books inside of my brain. At least. So it's time to make a move. It's time to implement. Come on. Be prepared to be sick of me. Sick of me. <laughs> I just love you, auntie. 
because you got to strive for hitting your goals. You got to push. And it might mean, yep, she back on live again. Yes, I went live twice last night. I wasn't going to do it at all. But I was—I just felt the, the leading of the Holy Spirit to just trust God and get out there and do it. How are you going to grow this business, LHG, if you just if you don't just do it? Get out there and commit. It ain't got to be a two-hour live. It can be 15 minutes, 15 pieces. I may have to start back incrementally to build up my stamina. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do that for growth. It's time to make these moves. So if you have been thinking about joining paparazzi, joining my team, reach out so I can talk about all the particulars. This month particularly, I posted what's called a summer pack. It's 10 exclusively new pieces, vibrant and full of color. Ooh, refuel and recharge. That's a whole word, auntie. That's what I feel that is needed for me. And look at this book I'm reading, I see, since you said that. Plug to Coach Delorie and Michelle, The Power of the Re. The Power of Re. 31 Day Devotional by Coach Delorie and Michelle. The Power of the Re, R-E. Those two words you just said, review and recharge. Some of you need to reimagine your goals again. Realign reset get refreshed you know how when you're working on a computer or even on your phone and you pushing buttons nothing is happening sometimes these devices need a refreshing restart the phone restart the computer it gets stuck in the abyss of of data it's so much data same thing in your brain it's so much data so much information in your brain, so much going on outside in the world, air pollution and all kind of stuff. So sometimes you might just need to reset your own brain. July 1, first day of the new paparazzi year, first day of the second half of the year is a, re a refuel and recharge, a reset. You reflect on what these first six months look like, determine what could have been better. We call them areas of opportunity and determine what was spot on. Celebrate that. Good job. And then take those strategies and those tweaks into the second half of this year and implement and execute. I thank God for my sister, Kayo Shonda. Uh, what she is preparing to do in the upcoming months is definitely something that we're going to need. I'm going to have her on the show uh, soon so she can talk about her event brunch after dark she's always thinking of ways to help us love ourselves and i thank god for my connection to her because she really is teaching teaching me what self-love really means and that's an adjustment too some of us never loved ourselves we were so busy being mommy uh daughter sister wife church leader worship leader boss co-worker, auntie, we were so inundated with doing that, we didn't even know or weren't even self-aware of what we needed, what we required to function. And we crash and burn. I don't want to crash and burn anymore. 
I spent way too much time doing that. Yes, we've been loving on everyone else. And I'm not saying loving on everybody is wrong. I'm just saying there has to be an appropriate allotment of time where you spend on you and only you. That's why I love Girl Chat Weekly on Tuesday at 8. Shameless plug. That one hour is carved out just for women to come in and fellowship, encourage. We're talking about finances, personal hygiene, health, education, dreams and goals, relationships. That one hour is only for us. You put your kids in another room with some toys, put your hair scarf on, get your cup of iced tea, and you go on the computer or your phone and you cut on Girl Chat with me for one hour. And you do your best to block out everything else. And we talk about the issues and things that we need to discuss. Yes, we may have a husband and, and other, and that's good. But you also need a good girlfriend. Girl chat is unique to us because we can let our hair down and be us and have a safe space to express ourselves. I love fellowshipping with y'all at Girl Chat Weekly. I'm, I'm thinking about doing two girl chats a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays or something, because one don't seem like enough. But we need that for us. We need that me time to, because some of y'all are holding in some things and it's making you sick. The body keeps the score when you don't tell your story and everybody has a story. So when you keep things internalized and you don't express yourself or give a voice to some stuff that might be a little tough to talk about, trust me, it's inside of you causing some problems. Now, not all of our girl chats are just about issues. It could be about good stuff, how to dress in the summer, to be cool. We have so much fun, so much fun. I love you, auntie. I appreciate you so much. Everybody needs, stop thinking you need to just do this alone. We all need somebody. All of us do. We all need somebody. Excuse me, y'all. We all need somebody. And you don't always have that person right in front of you. So you got a cyber friend, a cyber girlfriend network called Girl Chat Weekly. And we just run it all down and have a ball at the same time. And we make connections. So. In conclusion, I'm going to get on off here. In the chat, I want you to tell me one thing or maybe three things that you want to work on for this second half of the year. Let's hold each other accountable. What are some of your short and long-term goals? What does that mean, Latanya? What are your goals for the next month, 30 days? It's your short term. And what are your goals for the next year, the next 12 months? Because if nobody knows the goals, how can they hold you accountable? Simone got in my inbox last night saying, LHG, you ain't been live with your jury. What's going on? What's going on? Where you at? I was like, oh, you're right. Let me get on it. She was holding me accountable. Oh, that's good. Auntie, that's a hot word. Fulfillment is a hot topic for me. I thank God for everything I've been able to do in the corporate arena, and I'm not saying I'm through with it. That's up to God. 
I have done some amazing things. And I realized some of the things that I love, like training and consulting in corporate America. But now I'm transitioning and I want those same skills, those same marketable skills and abilities to go over into the creative. Ooh, these are some good words coming in. Completion. Auntie, that came up this last week, last two weeks, how we sit down and we start some things. We write down some goals. We get all the things planned up. We write in the vision and making it plain. And sometimes we, we don't complete the task. I want to be able to finish some things. Oh, you're putting some good words in here. Perseverance. Perseverance. Stick-to-itiveness. If I said I was going to do it, if I said I was going to go live three times a week, wind, hail, or snow, I'm doing it. Don't feel good. Dog ain't right. Cat ain't meowing right. I'm doing it. You back, Sinet? I'm glad you back. These are some powerful words. I want you all, Sinet, we are putting our short-term and long-term goals in the chat. No matter what, Auntie, when you see people successful, they have had no matter what moments. But if you stop, because of every ache and pain, every trial, tribulation, issue, circumstance, challenge, you'll never get to where you want to go. No matter what, I'm showing up. If I show up scared, knee has trembling, I may show up broken, broken or broke, but I'm showing up. That's huge. No matter what, I'm showing up. And that's for myself first. Give yourself permission to make yourself a priority. I like that. Grace and grit. I love it. I love it. You need a podcast, Auntie Diane. I'll have to get you on the show because you are bringing it. You and Sinet have made my day. Grace and grit. I'm telling you, the, the no matter what, by any means necessary, and you pray and you ask God specifically for what you want for your business. Specific things you want for your business. I want to reach my goals within the company. I want so much in sales. I want to be able to be a, at least a six-figure earner within this company. So I have to have grace and grit, tenacity. That it takes to push. I've got to be more visible. I've got to be more consistent. And that's no matter what you're trying to do, ladies and gentlemen. This show was brought to you by Grace and Grit. <laughs> because we got to encourage each other. We've got to stay the course. Auntie Emma put that in my spirit in March. We were challenged to go live every single day in March. Come on. Woo, I felt that, Auntie. Said she want her bank account to look like her social security number, baby, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. And her telephone number. Come on, Auntie. Come on. Come on, digits. <laughs> and I want every day to be payday. I want to be able to travel, help people without having to worry about, oh, uh, this get paid, this get paid. I want to have that the, the overflow 
not just for myself. I'm not selfish. I really have a heart to, to help people. And I really plan to have scholarships when God makes me wealthy. I plan to send many kids to college. I plan to finish college my own self. I plan to be the owner of several apartment buildings where there's affordable and safe and beautiful, colorful housing. I don't just want these things for myself. That's right. Help not hurt. Yes. So my goal is to create a plan of consistency for each business I have to create a schedule for my prayer time and my meditation uh, that's going to keep the anxiety at bay and the depression at bay and whatever else at bay. That's going to come first. Commanding my day, going back to spending my hour or so with the Lord every single day or more in prayer and hearing from him keeping the channel of communication so clear with my savior that when the storms may rise and the winds blow, I'm not so easily moved or distracted. Ooh, come on in here. Come on in here, y'all. I got to get off here. So adjustments, things are changing. Change can be good. It may not feel good in the midst of it and while in progress. But God allows certain things to happen to us because we wouldn't have changed if it didn't happen. We would have stayed there complacent. So he allows us to go through some of these situations to push us, to elevate us, to remind us that he is God and that he has us. So we have to trust him. Keep our faith at a level of high anticipation and expectation. So, yes, this was a different time for me today. Auntie says if he brought you to it, he will bring you through it. Ain't that the truth? He he would not send you somewhere, move you somewhere, allow something to happen and not equip you to go through the process. We just have to trust that process. Even if it seemed like it's just spinning. Have you ever been using the computer and it seemed like it just froze and it was just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and you were so tempted to hit the back button and maybe you did and lost what you had at that point the process may be spinning don't touch it it's still spinning god is still there things are still working for your good yeah he is he is don't go pushing buttons and messing stuff up you're gonna lose what you have be patient be patient. Thank you, Sinesh. She putting her total life changes um, website. So if you want to take a look at total life changes with Sinet, um and the products that she introduced, uh, I'm going to probably have her on, on my vendor show one day and we can talk to Sinet about it. The virtual vendor show is coming back. Yes. Thank you, Sinet. I'm going to check it out too. Uh, because sometimes there are some non- um, strong drugs or something that would help with anxiety too on top of changing your habits yes we have to learn to crawl before we walk and we have to give ourselves the grace to to crawl okay why, why am i crawling because you you are getting adjusted acclimated a baby has to crawl before they walk and walk before they run so why wouldn't that apply even in a new business, new relationship, new whatever, new new home, new whatever, new surroundings. 
crawl before you walk. You get a good, strong crawl. And then next thing you know, you start realizing your legs are strong. Ooh, I'm crawling real good. What would happen if I stood up a little bit? What would happen if I put this leg up and put that leg next to that leg? You will start walking, baby. You will start walking. So I'm going to get out of here. I love you all. Please do me a favor. And on YouTube, go to Critical Conversations with LHG and subscribe and set notifications. Then go over to Trailblazers with the Z Radio on YouTube and subscribe. Then go on to Facebook, Critical Conversations, and hit the like. And Trailblazers Radio, hit the like. My views have been up 70% this week. That's because of you. And I thank you. I'm striving to get to 500 viewers. And thank you to all of you who have liked my page, shared my videos. I appreciate you. And Sunette has her Avon, her Avon link in here as well. If you want to get some Avon, support my sister. Thank you, Auntie Diane. Yes, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. What's coming up for me? Girl Chat Weekly. Uh, we are going into a series on finances and organization. We're going to have guests come on and talk to us, ladies, about budgeting, about being good stewards, about entrepreneurship, about life insurance. As women, we're going to get educated about legacy. All right. Yes, please share these links that um Sinet is dropping. I need y'all to get my sister some, some sales. And I'll share mine with you, sis. Absolutely. I will. Matter of fact, I will post my, if I can get to my paparazzi link, I'll post it here. I love you so much, Auntie. And thank you for everybody, Sinet, for watching and hanging with me today. We're going to make it. I need, I need you all to know. Stay encouraged. I'm talking to myself. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. Listen to worship music. You know, get into that prayer zone. Do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes to keep your mind. Thank you, Auntie. And I, I love you and you're a jewel to me. Yes, ma'am. I'll I, I post to your page, sister. Get you a sister circle or brother circle if you are a male that keeps you held accountable, that pushes you to succeed. They may get on your last good floppy nerve, but it's okay. <laughs> if it's to be, it's up to me. Oh, you got some good, you need to make t-shirts out of these things, Auntie Diane. You got a t-shirt business in your head. Those, these things should be on t-shirts, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I'm going to get off of here. Have a great Saturday. Uh, I am going to attend Pajamas and Prayer with uh, Deisha Berry here in the Detroit area. So I'm going to support her ministry, support people, support people when they have events and stuff. Go on out there and, and support them. People are doing some wonderful things. You sit at home, just spectating. Go on out there. But have a great yes. We are sisters here, Sinead. We are. You have a twin, Auntie? Get out of here. And she has a t-shirt business. Wonderful. Then you need to be making these shirts. You and twin need to be making these million dollar shirts because you got some powerful nuggets of wisdom. So I want you to have a great day, a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy yourself. Take some time out just for you to love you.
and love you where you are now. Don't beat yourself down because I, I was doing that. This last paparazzi year, I did not make all the goals I wanted to. I made some, but not all. But all is not lost. Here is a brand new paparazzi and you both have a set of twins too. Oh my God. See, I'm learning some good things about my sisters today. I love it. You got a twin and y'all both have twins. Ooh, wow. I love that. That's so interesting to me. I wouldn't know how I would how I would do having a twin. I'm gonna have to interview you about being a twin and see how fun it is, Auntie. I think that's so exciting. Don't give up. You might slow down in some areas, you might readjust. You may even take a little break for some water and refreshment. But what we cannot do is give up. Failure is not an option. And even if something doesn't go right, now you know what not to do. Use that as a stepping stone to get to where you want to go. So join me, ladies. Tuesday is a holiday. So I, I think I might still do our show for an hour while y'all eating y'all ribs Tuesday night and while y'all eating y'all potato salad. So join me Tuesday night for Girl Chat. Weekly, I'll post the topic and then get ready for next Saturday's show. So I won't be on tonight at five. That's why I'm doing it early because I'm going to pajamas and prayer. All right. I love you. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye now.